Welcome to the Field of 68 Best Bets Show presented by Bet Rivers. We are the three-man weave. We're here to talk you through another slate of college basketball. Conference tournaments are happening. Heck, there's a game going on right now in the Sun Belt. Dayball, fantastic. Fellas, how are we doing? Jim, takeaways from yesterday. You're still in lovely, lovely Circa in downtown Las Vegas. How you doing? Yeah, we gotta. We can't run over time here, Kai. I got a hard checkout at eleven. Need to Ooh. be out of the room. Need to be at the pool Uh-oh. by eleven oh one. Very important. important stuff for me. Yep. Uh, hey, takeaway: my running Rebs. Uh, they're, they're not my running Rebs. I know the chat's gonna critique me because I liked <laughs> Wyoming yesterday. I'm jumping ship. The local boys, the Rebels, they've been excellent. They are a real threat in the Mountain West tournament. Kai Senior Night last night. Bryce Hamilton losing on Senior Night. Come on, what? I, I was an <laughs> idiot. I was wrong. What a dumb dumb I was. Uh, all right, that's it. That's my takeaway, Matt. UNLV, what do you got? Uh, the bananas in Bojangles, baby. The Big South Conference tournament is taking the cake so far for the most wild, topsy-turvy. Who the hell knows? Um, I just love it, Kai. The Campbell, uh, who the hell? I, Presbyterian, Matt, or Blue Hose. Conclusion, Blue Hose. the Blue Hose versus the Fighting Camels. Absolute treat in the late night Plus. slate last wow. night. The Camels march on. Um, just a fun menu, fun games. Tune in, folks. Dayball, shirk at work. That's yeah, our recommendation. Big, Big South, three overtime games and another game that was a buzzer beater uh, by Charleston Southern. It was an incredible day of basketball. That's conference tournaments, man. Even in the low conferences, the mid-majors, it's fantastic. That's why college basketball is the best sport on the entire planet. We have a pretty good slate today to talk through. Get your chest uh, questions in the chat here for old Jimmy. And we'll start off in the Big Ten with Iowa at Michigan. And Matthew, Iowa is rolling right now. They've won four mm-hmm. straight, seven of their last eight, five and three against the spread in that span. And Michigan kept its tourney hopes alive with a nice Sparty win. Their metrics are very good right now. Can they nab another Q1 win here against Iowa? What says you? Uh, yeah, I think they get it done tonight. They got absolutely boat raced in the first meeting. I think we were all like, oh, this spread feels too high. And it's like, why are we fading Iowa at home? Um, Iowa on the road, much more mortal, still very good, um, but much more human as opposed to the, the Titans destroyers that they are at Iowa City Jim, It's been bet up to minus two. Um, I think Michigan's the right side here. I wouldn't take anything above minus two, but this feels like, again, it's similar to that Ohio State's or so was the Purdue spot earlier this year coming off the, the loss. I think if it plays like a pretty good home, uh, you know, hype home spot environment here. Yeah, I have some. Some nerves because the old road flip-flop, Maddie. Michigan already won at Iowa. Maybe Iowa comes and exacts some revenge. Kai, if they do, Iowa could end the night as the highest-ranked Big Ten team at Ken Palm. Wow. Which I'm not sure anyone saw coming. Us certainly mm-hmm. included in that. They've been incredible. Keegan Murray's been awesome. That said, I do lean towards Michigan here. I, I think they have been playing better lately. I like that Martelli's in charge on the sideline. I think I he's an excellent coach. No, no shade at Mr. Howard, but yeah, maybe it's a little shade, but Martelli is excellent. That's what it's more about Martelli than anything else. Uh, and Dickinson has been phenomenal. And I don't think Iowa has guys to stop him unless they double team. And then hopefully Michigan's ball movement can take advantage. So Kai, yeah, leaning towards Michigan minus two. My only hesitance is that that road revenge angle for Iowa. Yeah. And Iowa was uncharacteristically cold in that first matchup. They couldn't buy a bucket, but Dickinson had a great game. Diabate had 28 and eight. So I think you're right. There is no stopping either of those guys inside for Iowa. Do we care Patrick McCaffrey missed last game, guys? He's important, but they smoked Northwestern without him. Jim, thoughts? Uh, maybe a little bit. I like him. I think he's their best post-entry passer. He was great mm-hmm. with Garza last year. Uh, sorry, Connor. Connor is the best post-entry passer. Yeah. 
Connor's scorer, been, Patrick. Yeah. yeah, Connor's been knocking down threes like crazy. I believe he's like seven for nine in his last four games or something. I think that's a little bit of a fluke. Uh, yeah, Patrick matters a little bit, Kai, but they're pretty deep. So just more Euless, more Perkins. I'm okay with that. Connor's been, he's been playing hurt too. Uh, but yeah, when he's on, he like lifts his team to a new level. I think both McCaffrey's matter a lot, but you got to have one of them. And it sounds like, it seems like they have a healthier Connor at this point. Yeah. I don't give Chrysler center a whole lot of love, uh, a whole lot of credit spread feels kind of right to me. I actually kind of lean towards Iowa as a dog. They, they just seem to have an extra gear right now that Michigan's thinking about getting back, but yeah, I guess I'm against the grain a little bit on the, on the weave here. That's all right. That makes for a great show. Staying in the Big Ten, another big matchup here, Michigan State at Iowa State. Jim, Ohio State, excuse me, Ohio State. Ohio State is weird. They beat Illinois on the road. Then they lose at Maryland and at home to Nebraska. But Sparty is back to its losing ways after beating Purdue. They're 2-6 and six straight up and against, and against the spread in the last eight. What do you do with either team here, Jim? Yeah, hard to figure. I mean, I, you guys know from behind the scenes that I almost went with Sparty as my best bet. Got a little bit spooked off. Uh, Ohio State didn't have Zed Key last game, and Kyle Young barely played because he went to the locker room and got sick and never came back. So that really hurts. I mean, that's that's like their two centers. That's, that's it. They have no size to protect against a slashing Nebraska team. I think that was a problem for them. That's why I kind of lean towards Sparty here, plus six, Matt. Uh, if I think Key's probably still out. I'm, I'm estimating that Young will return. Hopefully the illness doesn't linger. Uh, and Michigan State has some defenders, some guys to throw at Branham and plenty of bodies to throw at Liddell. We don't know which bodies they will use because it doesn't yeah. seem like Izzo knows on a day-to-day basis. But uh, yeah, leaning towards Sparty there, again, almost a best bet. So uh, plus six, I think is decent. I'm with you. I like Sparty a lot. So I'm getting my Michigan, Michigan State's confused. I just said in the first game that Michigan mm-hmm. got waxed by Iowa at home. It's like, no, they won nope. in Iowa. Um, it was Michigan State. They got waxed at Iowa. I think... Um, this is the right spot to back to no, know against a very gimpy Ohio state team. Chris Holtman seemed he gave very exhausting or exhausted vibes talking about his team's injury status, especially with young and Zed key up front. Both teams are playing what their third game since the weekend, both played Saturday, both playing Tuesday. So I think in just that tired, uh, potentially, you know, late dog days of February situation, the edge goes to the healthier team, uh, the deeper team. And right now I'd say that's Michigan state. Yeah. Uh, well, health, specific or especially Matt Kyle Young is really important to Ohio state. And we saw that last year, actually, when this team was in better shape, Kyle, Kyle Young matters. He's a glue guy, important on both ends, super impressed by him at Illinois. Uh, but Malachi Branham's a star, a superstar. EJ Liddell's a superstar. They have the two best players on the floor in this game. So if there's any getting back to form here, I think it's a good chance for them. I think the spread does feel a touch high though, especially high. Jim yeah. with, with you mentioning on, on key and young statuses. Um, I would lean towards Michigan State on the number. Oh, you're not against the weave anymore. Yay. Not against the weave anymore. Weave. Unite. This next game, I have a feeling many people, I have a feeling many people feel similarly about this one. TCU is at Kansas, and I think everyone and their mother assumes that this is a Kansas slam dunk. Um, TCU, Matt, obviously took care of business at home. They're 100% in the dance now. I think they're pretty much locked in. I can't see them caring too much about dropping one at fog when they're a double digit dog expected to lose. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I think Kansas smacks them. Problem is it's been bet up. I, I think a lot of people are seeing the same angle here. Open it minus 10 and a half, um, which feels pretty low. They just closed six at TCU. So only a four point flip, kind of a disrespect to the fog Allen home court. 
But again, I think the market straighten that out to a more proper price at 12. Um, if I'm trying to endorse Kansas to our viewers, I think first half might be the way to go. There's six at some shops right now. The 12 does feel like a lot, Jim. Um, and I think if you're going to get an awesome Kansas effort, it's going to be right out of the gate. And I think there might be a little bit of a first half blitz that we see from the beakers at home. Yeah, I'm I'm going to just join the, the parade of Kansas love here. I think the spot is per- terrific for them. TCU off two big wins, Kansas off two losses, back home to fog. They're still in the big 12 title race. They need to win to stay tied in the loss column with Baylor. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of angles that, that support KU here. Uh, we, we do like this TCU team, just praise them on our own pod this morning, Kai, but I mm-hmm. just think the spot sets up too well for Kansas, even though the number is fairly sizable. Uh, it would be Jayhawks are nothing for me. It's going to be nothing for me, but it would be Jayhawks yeah. if I had to bet it. I agree. Uh, TCU's interior defense, fantastic in the first game. Held K to 35% inside the arc. TCU's the best offensive rebound team in the country. They grabbed 45% of their misses against Kansas. Uh, just a shocking dominant performance. Um, and Jim, I do think KU has a lot of motivation here. They're in danger of losing the Big 12. They're in danger of falling off that one seed line if they haven't already. I think they pop TCU back here. I, I'm one of those obvious folks that think Kansas gets it done and rolls. Uh, at home here spread does feel high I, I think kansas for nothing is the right play trade out your bucket hat for your spinny hat man <laughs> i got it right here man. i might but that's reserved for saturdays and we we are very serious about our spinny hat saturdays next game oregon at washington it's a pac-12 matchup here oregon jim is coming off a heartbreaker at home to usc drew peterson cares not for the ducks tourney aspirations they have two big road win or, or games, excuse me, to close out the year in the Apple State. Can they start it off on the right foot tonight against the Huskies? I think they should. Uh, Dana Altman has kind of owned Washington in, in recent years. I believe he's won like seven in a row, maybe nine of the last nine of the last ten. I, I looked that up last night. I don't remember exactly what it is, but he has definitely owned them recently. Uh, he's also been great in March. Again, it should be Dana Altman's month, not Tom Izzo's month. Uh, that said, laying four on the road, always a little bit dicey. Look what happened to UConn last night, laying four on the road. Uh, but I like the Ducks. I think they start to trend up towards the Pac-12 tournament. Matthew, uh, definitely in, in Oregon lean there. Yeah, agree. I think it's a cheap price to lay. I'm not going to give Washington a ton of home credit, even though the Pac-12 is a conference where you should historically give more for home. It's just a Jekyll and Hyde team, Kai. You have to kind of pick your spots with Oregon, but this feels like the right spot given the the desperation angle, even though I, I know we've talked about how that doesn't really matter, but just seems like this is you're more likely than not to get a good organ effort. And if you do, this price feels dirt cheap, doesn't it? Uh, it feels pretty cheap. Yeah. Washington got Dejon Davis back. They're fighting for 500 in the Pac 12. I don't know if there's motivation there, but Oregon won by 28 in the first game. I think they're just probably a bad matchup for Washington. Um, I, I probably correct some. They're shooting against Washington in the first game. Violent Ducks in a, in a much more meaningful game for them here. I believe Dejon Davis got hurt again. Did he get hurt again? Ten, oh, wow. He only played 10 minutes and, and left that game with another Jeez. boo-boo. So can't rely on him, I don't think. Again, yep. there's another little edge to Oregon. All of those little edges, Jim, they add up. They add up. Increments the inches pay. we need are everywhere. <laughs> they are indeed. Hey, oh, let's. You're, kind of, you're right, though. Washington, 12 and 6 in conference against the spread. It just continues to surprise me. Yeah. Continues to surprise me. They're a bit undervalued, I think, in the markets, which is surprising. Um, but they've been a garbage pail last She's couple so of years. so bad in so conference I think it was, you know, low, low, low platform yeah. to jump from. Uh, Jim, hit us with round one of chat mob, please. Would love to, Matt, kicking this to you because I know you agree with uh, your boy Pat Taylor in the chat. 
Moorhead State minus eight. His best bet is lock of the day over Tennessee Love Tech. It. Tell him why he's right. Yeah, I got smashed up, man. I would like to endorse seven a little more strongly, but I just think the matchup here is is pretty cut and dry. It's basically a really athletic long team against a more athletic long team. When strength on strength collide, you take the more talented, the the, the bigger beast in the battle, and that's Moorhead. They swept in the regular season. I think that holds today, catching uh, Tennessee Tech off that. Um, what you know, the back to back they played yesterday, correct? They, they were the late yeah. night game, yes, the late night game yesterday. Late, so late now, a quick turnaround, tonight. yep. Yeah. Like Morehead, there it's a big number though at eight. I'd like seven, like I'd five. like a lot of things. I, I'd like pick, I'd great. like pick, I'd prefer like pick. a million dollars. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy the bartender <laughs> likes Oakland. He even said money line there, uh, on the road at Wright State. I don't know, man. Oakland's been pretty bad lately. I don't think that yeah. effort against that's the five it's on the rundown, IQ Jim. Actually, it's on the rundown. Oh, shoot. You're right. I think I was yeah. thinking a different horizon game is there. That's all right. Uh, so no that's worries. on the rundown. Penn State, Illinois is on the rundown. There's been multiple questions about that. Cincinnati SMU also on the rundown. So folks, mm-hmm. we will hit some of these games. Kai, that means you get one from the big West. Ryan ends best bet in the chat was Fullerton minus two and a half hosting Riverside mm-hmm. Fullerton in that big West title <laughs> race. Do you think they get the W? Uh, I think it's a fair line. Uh, you know, I guess. Gosh, it depends your opinion on Florida. Are they still that dominant team they were earlier in conference play? I think they've fallen off a tad. I think Riverside's a really tough team for anybody, and they tend to thrive as a dog. Uh, I'd probably stay away, maybe a slightly into Florida gym with the motivation of if they win, they could be Big West champions. There, Matthew, this Horizon game is not on the outline. Your Bobby Morris Colonials got you an outright W. Yes, sir. Bet. They are now at Cleveland State. Does the mojo keep rolling for Bobby Mo? Uh, minus 12, it's been up a little bit. I don't think the price, I'd like a little bit higher price to back Bobby Mo, but I think this it's the right side if you want to get involved here. Um, Andrew Tool versus a Cleveland State team that I just don't trust to close out games. They can't make free throws. They tend to sort of, they, they can't blow you away. So yeah, I think it's a pretty feisty dog. Cleveland State is a big favorite. That's a little dicey. Remember last year in the quarterfinals, they took they were the one seed and they they went to triple overtime against a, a, an inferior opponent. So. Yeah, I have some good data on Horizon Road teams in this conference tournament. Let me pull it up. Continue down the run the through the the chat mob inquiries, but it's a little cool. bit yes. ominous for road teams. Save it for the uh, Oakland Wright State on the outline. ah yes, I shall. Uh, Kai, I'm going to take this one from Michael Zhang. Okay. UCF at Tulane. He wonders if the wrong team's favored. I would say yes if Jalen Cook was playing, but as I think the chat established, likely out, maybe done for the season for Tulane. I was all ready to bet the green wave here, but he is mega important for them, more important than Mayhan for UCF, who is out for them. So I, I think I agree with the steam. I'm not ready to lay two on the road, though, uh, with, with the steam. Kai, you get an A-Sun matchup from Monte S. Florida Gulf Coast. And Bellman, what do you think? I, there's a major, major coaching edge here for the Knights, but oh yeah, talent athleticism edge for FGCU. Yeah, I know. The coaching thing worries me. Um, I kind of like Gulf Coast. Um, my theory is they can do pretty well in this tournament because they are maybe the most talented team. They're up there, top three talented team in this, in this conference with Jacksonville State and Liberty. Um, so I think Tavian Dunmartin maybe plays a little superhero here and uh, Florida, Florida Gulf Coast gets it done. I'm with you, Kai. I'm with you. I'm Thanks. I'm, I'm sure. I'm, with, I'm on Bellman, guys. They, I think they just out execute Michael Fly to death. They, they beat yeah. him by 11 Good. in the regular season. So, uh, all right. Uh, Matthew from the MIAC, North Carolina Central, South Carolina State, another one from Lante. I know you are very well versed in the MIAC. So, what do you got in this one? 
It's been bet down minus three and a half NC Central down to minus one and a half. Gut tells me you take our boy uh, Mr. Modem here in the uh, the conference tournament here. I basically pick him. So not the conference tournament. That's conference tournament. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It's not. We're, we're still pre or end of season here. Man, I have no idea. Why would you bet this game? There's other games to bet, kids. <laughs> Stay away. Uh, all right, uh, Matt Archkai asking about Manhattan plus ten hosting Iona, who has mm. already clinched that one seed. <clears throat> or maybe a little complacent last time out too. I sort of lean that way. Manhattan's a tough team to bet. What do you think? Uh, no, I like Iona. <laughs> oh. I think any any home court you're giving is is foolish. Um, I think Iona minus 10 is my preferred side. I'm staying away, Jim. Okay. All right, Matthew, you get from Benny and the Jets one of the pillow fight games from Arch Madness. He likes Valpo minus six. He said that's his best bet. Do they blow out the Purple Aces of Evansville? No, I took Evansville. Very small. I just think it's one of those where the line's a little bit too big for a team that's been horrid down the stretch. Um, six in a neutral. These, these games are always pretty competitive. First round at Arch Madness. I would take the Purple Aces. Do you care about Jawan Newton's status? Uh, I should, um, but I think that's already been bent into the line up a point. So that's what I'm saying. At this point, I, I waited till it got bet up, then I hopped in. Another similar injury trend approach I took with Pepperdine coming up in the, uh, the later section of the show. All right, we're going to do two more, and one is going to be an on-the-fly best bet ad here. Get excited. Uh, Tim Kafer asked about American and Navy. I think somebody else asked about it, too. Specifically specifically the under? I'm in. Navy unders, yes. American unders, yes. I like it. Under 121 and a half, guys. I'm locking this in as a third best bet. Not actually pre-approved on the show, but I will be on this one. I think the under has been great with Navy. Their zone is going to slow the game down quite a bit. I don't trust Americans' offense at all. So, yeah, I'm in. Kai, before we go back to the outline, you are getting from Wonka Dog Temple at Houston. Can the Owls hang around? They did almost beat Houston in Philadelphia, lost by five. Now they get 15, 15 and a half on the road. Is that too big? I think it's a little too big. Yeah. Uh, I think Houston will be up 20, Jim, in the first 10 minutes, and then we'll see after that. I think Temple can probably come back, slide in that back door as they want to do, and as Houston likes to allow teams to do. So I lean towards the house. Yeah, I'm with you there. All right, let's go back to the outline. we got a couple other questions, but I will continue to put them together for later. All right, let's keep rolling with the Mountain West Fresno State at San Diego State. Matt, the Aztecs off a super impressive win at Wyoming. They're in the field as of today. Fresno got back-to-back wins after four straight losses. Still a dangerous team, says I. San Diego State won the first game by, get this, 17 points in 55 possessions. That's hard to do. Who do you like in yeah, this game? It's vintage Aztecs crockpot. They're like kind of the, the Virginia of the West Coast under Ryan Dutcher at this point. And it certainly is a matchup much like the Boise State matchup where it figures to play very slow, very ugly, so it makes me shy away from wanting to lay the points. It's a bet down to seven and a half. I am a little bit tempted to back the Aztecs. Um, if it came down to seven, Jim, I don't know. I'm pretty torn in this matchup. It just feels like an ugly, gross one. Uh, totals 116. Yeah. Yeah. I, my, my numbers made it 108, Matt. So I was like, man, under, should under. Probably, should probably bet the under. Uh, I'm backing off a little bit because of San Diego State's hot shooting last game. Bradley seems like he's really ascending up into that stardom role. He was terrific at Wyoming. So I, I would, if I had to bet anything here, it would be the under. I think it's going to be, like you said, Kai, 58 possessions last game. I could see it mm. being right around there again. They played recently, recently. So there's some of that recency familiarity that could slow things down as well. Mm. Um, 
Not willing to lay it with San Diego State, though. Just don't trust them as a big fave. And their defense, though, they completely bottled up Fresno in the first game. Orlando Robinson, nine points on three of ten shooting. That's that's hard uh, to make him do that. And San Diego State's defense, obviously number one in the country right now for Ken Palm. They're just clicking right now. Mensa is a great Mensa is awesome. Mensa is great. He's been a man the last few games. I don't think there's any point in going against the defense right now. So I'd probably stay away. All right, next game. We're getting that Horizon matchup. This is a big one. Uh, Lots of chatter about it in the chat. Oakland at Wright State. This is at Wright State, Jim. This is at the the, uh, the Wright State's home floor. The Nutter finals are still the Nutter Center games. The spread does feel a bit high, but were you concerned with lingering injury issues for Oakland? And Jim, you mentioned they're struggling. Two and 11 against the spread the last 13 games for Oakland. Wow. Yeah, they, they've been really bad taking some outright losses. You mentioned the injuries. Trey Townsend was a surprise. Um, he surprisingly played against IUPUI. Jalen Moore has been dealing with his wrist thing. I just, man, they had a, they had a nice lead against Wright State at Oakland. Uh, late in the regular season, which would have meant they were hosting this game instead, but they blew it. Matt, I think Wright State has like the top three to match Oakland with Moore and with Jamal Kane. Maybe they don't have a great matchup for Kane. No, nobody does in this conference, but I'm sort of leaning towards Wright State from a matchup perspective, which is against my number lean, which which dictated Oakland. So I have that clash going on for me. What do you got on yeah. the, the Horizon home squads? Yeah, well, I was going to say, I also... Um was leaning Oakland on the number. It did feel a little bit high, but we should mention Jamal Kane got hurt last game. I don't know how serious it was. I, I think he's supposed to play today, but there's really nothing asked about in the post-game presser. I can't say how reporters don't ask questions about injuries that happened in the game. Like the, the NBA player who just got hurt, we're not going to yeah. follow up on that. He, he played um, 38 minutes. I think he's fine. It, it, it was a minor thing. He left and came back, and he'll be good, but still, that team, if he's out, oof, I would be all over Wright State. Back to Jip's point, the data says that road teams in the last five years, conference tournament in the horizon, four nine against the spread, not covering by 3.3 points game. Small sample, I know, wow. but um, I do think the way it's set up, when you have to get pretty quick travel um, for teams, especially after that first win, it's a team that already has a bye. I think I would lean pretty heavily toward those home teams with the rest, the extra two days prepare. Um, in this case, that would favor Wright State. It's also worth noting, Wright State swept Oakland in the season, and Oakland could not stop them. 1.26 and 1.19 points per possession. Oakland hit 15 threes in the first game, still lost. Uh, so this this is probably just a bad matchup for Oakland. Wright State figure out has their defense figured out. Over seems like a pretty good play if Jamal Kane is in. Yeah, the team really can stop the other one. I think it's a bit too many points to lay here. Probably in Oakland on the number, but I think Wright State get, does, does get the win here. Uh, Jets Pete notes in the chat that uh, Dr. Bob gave out Wright State on Gil Alexander's show, and it's up to five. So there you go. Yeah, I think that's probably the right side. Uh, if you cannot get away from IUPUI with five players, something's wrong with your team. Right, and it's not. it wasn't the first sign of alarm for them. Yeah. <laughs> Down the stretch run was so poor. To add that onto it was like, ugh, yeah. I don't know. It's a stay away from me, man. Just so many. I think we just hit like every possible angle from both sides of that coin. Like, I think there's. it's a fascinating handicap. I just wouldn't get involved. Mm-hmm. Fair. Uh, Joey, Joey in the chat. Home field and 3M Weave do have a collaboration. We have we shirts on home I'm field for sale. In home field today. Uh, so you can buy 3M Weave gear on home field. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, all right. Next next game Penn State at Illinois. We told you we're going to hit it and we're going to hit this matchup, Matthew, this marquee matchup in State Farm Center. Illinois let that game get away from them against Ohio State last time they were at home. They followed up that game with an impressive win at Michigan. 
they can get a two seed in the Big Ten tourney, whereas Penn State just lost by 23 to Nebraska. Woof. Who do you like in this game? You're a big Shrewsbury guy. I know you are. Yeah, Penn State on the road, catching points, just vintage Shrewsbury game where they can muck it up a little bit. But yeah, they're not all the way healthy either. I know Greg Lee's been um, a little bit banged up, and he absolutely matters in this game against Kofi. They really don't have, other than John Harar, another uh, kind of bouncer up front to impose some physicality against Kofi. And if you can't, if you have to double inside against Illinois, that's when Plummer and Frazier and those shooters go absolutely gangbuster. I don't know, Jim. I think the price is about right. Uh, I was hoping to catch maybe an extra point or two with Penn State, given how much I respect Illinois. But, I mean, I think the I think the odds makers may be privy just to how good Shrewsbury been as a dog. Yeah, they've been better at home, though. Penn State much better. Better home, home. definitely. Yeah. Uh, so I, I was kind of leaning under. Penn State unders have been great. They control the tempo really well. Like, they get a defensive rebound or a steal, and the point guard like gets the ball, looks over at Shrewsbury, and they start walking. Like, it's very clear, like, the – they need to slow the game down. I think they know there's a little bit of a talent gap. Uh, so I would, I would definitely lean towards the under in that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of questions about this in the chat. I think you know, at least one, maybe two people at Illinois minus 12 is their best bet. Somebody else asked if it was way too high. Mm-hmm. So conflicting opinions on this game. I think we have a little bit conflicting within ourselves too, Kai. Yeah. I, I think Illinois kind of stops them. I think Coburn has no trouble with her. I think Frazier locks down Sessoms. I think it's going to be a good old fashioned Illinois route tonight. Next game, Cincinnati at SMU. Well, Cincinnati's in a tailspin, folks. Uh, <laughs> there's not a better way to put it. Jim, they're, they've lost four in a row, six of the last seven, and they're two and nine against the spread in their last 11. And SMU, playing for the dance. Can they get yeah, it done here? Definitely a bit of a fade going on for Cincinnati. However, I don't think they've like quit or anything. The shot quality score in the Houston game was a lot more promising than the final tally would indicate. And they have owned Tim Jankovic owned through multiple different coaches SMU's lost 10 in a row to Cincinnati uh, and and Cincinnati has covered seven of those games even earlier this year Cincinnati won by 17 so maybe there is some revenge angle to it but I just think this is too high for a team that uh, they're they're laying seven points to a team they haven't beaten since 2017 that that's surprising to me so leaning towards the Bearcats sort of considered it for best bet but got scared because of the SMU mm-hmm. uh, tournament angle. So that's where I stand on this one, Matthias. I'm with you. I think it's a great bet, Jim. Uh, I considered adding his best bet myself. Uh, your boy, Victor Locker, returned last game, played a whopping 12 minutes, four points, three the rebounds. Monster. The lock and monster. Um, it's funny, like he's like, kind of dominated Houston. Like those have been his best games. They've like coincided when he's been the most healthy. So when he is healthy, he can certainly dominate an SMU front line that basically is Tristan Clark on one knee. They've really adopted more like a small ball lineup. So I'd like to see uh, Miller go a little bit of a um, kind of a chess match there, you know, go with some big bully size up front to, to force some pressure on a weak interior over probe that nitpick of a matchup. Kai in general, I think the number's too high. That's the simple handicap for me. Yeah. A bit too high since he won by 17 last game. He <laughs> just couldn't score um, off shooting night. Give credit since he's D it just seems like the case though, of one team is playing, very poorly Cincinnati and another has major motivation in making the tournament. I think SMU is likely the side. I think it's too many points to lay though. The number certainly uh, leans towards Cincinnati. And Jim, that concludes our rundown. Let's go to the chat mob for round two. All right. We've got some questions that uh, refer to games in our best bets. I'm going to holster those for now. Uh, that would be Pepperdine, San Diego, Detroit, Northern Kentucky. Those will be, we're waiting on those. Indiana State, Illinois State, also another best bet game. 
So that means, Kai, you're getting another one from the Big West from Matt Garola. UC Irvine at Cal Polytechnic Institute. Wow. What do you think? Do, does Irvine in a low total game, can they win by double digits on the road? I think they can. Uh, I think they're starting to hit the, the right peak they need to be in yes. for conference play. And Cal Poly, I love fading them. So I lean towards Irvine. Love yeah. Irvine matchup-wise, agree. Uh, Matthew from Wonka Dog. He's asking about Cal plus seven and a half on the road at Arizona State, who's kind of been a cover machine. The Sun Devils swept the mountain trip. Like we, we talk about how hard that was. They're good. Get, They're solid. Give Arizona the excuse for, oh, mountain trip's tough. But meanwhile, Arizona State swept it. So the Sun Devils keep rolling. Uh, I think they're trending in the right direction. I just don't like laying seven and a half with the Sun Devils. Like I think they're fun as a dog, fun as a back against the wall type of team, but no, not seven and a half laying at home, especially in a low total game. I guess it's been met up to a little bit opened at 124. Now it's up to 127. Uh, but no, nah, stay away from me as much as I love my Sun Devils. Uh, Kai, back to you for again, one from the big sky, Matt Akers, Northern Arizona at Eastern Washington. Got to say this line felt high to me, but Northern Arizona has had, some struggles lately yeah i wouldn't take nau <clears throat> excuse me i wouldn't take nau on the road um not my not my favorite thing to do jim and eastern washington pretty confident um they've beaten some big teams the big sky i lean towards ewash matthew your boys in the horizon purdue fort wayne hosting illinois chicago usc just won at milwaukee now they got their second road game in their swan song in the horizon tournament here you riding yeah. with your mastodons no, it's too high. I really wanted to, but it's just too high. Um, I know I just gave the whole point of how the home teams in this spot are a pretty good bet, but I think I'm not sure if the odds makers are adjusting for that. Probably not. I just think they're adjusting for the fact that IPFW has been awesome and Illinois Chicago has been nothing short of, I wouldn't say terrible, but definitely disappointing relative to our cool hand Luke Yaklich expectations. So stay away from me, Jim. Sorry, I'm being boring today. I'll do it. I'll say Illinois Chicago has been disappointing. Yeah, I'm just too nice. I can't say bad things. They about have people. been. Yeah. Uh, Kai Benny one of one says we should smash Marist minus two. Mm. Do you agree that the Red Foxes are a great bet? I lean towards Marist. Yeah. Again, I, I like road teams in the Mac. I think they play very well. Uh, the Metro Atlantic that is Jim. So yeah, I lean towards Marist. I, I would too. I'm with yeah. Him. Yep. From Harry R. Tupac, Matt Big Sky, Southern Utah headed to Idaho State. I thought this total was low. By the way, Southern Utah up and down. Idaho State's been playing a little faster lately. What do you think in this game? I like Southern Utah. I do. I know Idaho State's been playing better. Um, and Big Sky, we have to respect home court in that conference. But I think coming off the loss, uh, I think they smacked today. So go Thunderbirds. Uh, Kai from Harry R. Also, Florida Atlantic at FIU, the rivalry down there in South Florida. What do you think of that one? I'm looking for an update to start. Okay, five points. I lean towards uh, FAU. Way better team. I don't think there's a whole lot of travel, Matt. You got to check me on my Boca like Raton, Orlando. Yeah, uh, travel there. I lean towards oh, FAU. Right? Whatever, I have not, not been impressed by FIU this year. Thank you, Matthew. FAU. All right, Matt. That means you get your your bows. Hawaii. They're headed to the mainland to take on UC Santa Barbara, who they skated by on the island thanks to a Najare Sani injury. There, there was Very a lucky. Weave versus weave bet going on in that mm-hmm. one. I'm still bitter about the Gauchos going down. Uh, what do you think happens here in the rematch? Um, I'm tempted to take Hawaii as a dog, but man, they're on their last leg. They're without Coleman. Uh, I think HEPA could be dicey for this game, and it's not really a deep team to begin with. So I would be um, hesitant to back my bows, even though I've been sort of consensus, you know, universally backing them the last few weeks. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing a question or two because of all the beefing that's going on in our chat. My goodness, 
some hostilities back and forth. Yeah. It's one guy Standard. doesn't understand lines, Jim. There's no beefing. Nope, he doesn't at all, <laughs> to be quite honest. Yeah. Uh, we'll teach Matt, him someday. Matt, from Air Corner, this is the other. I know you have a best bet in one of the WCC games, but you get Loyola Marymount and Pacific here. Sounds like Leo Pepe is going to be out for LMU. Does that change the mm-hmm. handicap for you? Uh, it's been bet up a point, too, to minus six. I'm tempted to back Pacific here. It, this this feels like the wrong time to fade LMU. Like you basically had a month and a half to do it. Like this feels like the game they probably play closer to their talent level. The reset button. The reset button thing, but no, nah, it's too high. I kind of like Pacific here. Yeah. yeah, I lean towards Pacific as well. Uh, Kai from the Miak, Morgan State and Coppin State from Avery Smith. And Morgan State's playing a little better. They're healthier right now. And Coppin did not have Zarzuela or Corbett last game. So I'm leaning towards the Bears. Crazy. Yeah. No, I lean towards the Bears too, Jim. I have not been on a right side of Morgan State bet all season. So I've been kind of staying away from them as a general rule of thumb. Yeah. I, I'm going to be on Morgan State if both those guys are out. But I have to wait and see on Zarzuela and Corbett because they're both very important for Coppin. Uh, all right, a couple more here before we get to best bets. Matt, you see San Diego at Cal Bakersfield from Ryan N. in the chat. I don't have much of a take on this game. My number surprisingly popped as like an over game. Bakersfield hasn't defended as well as I thought, yeah. really, but uh, what do you think here? Very torn. Um, I kind of lean Bakersfield, to be honest. I just I hate backing that team under any circumstance. I hate it. Just the, the, like when you watch that team play, no team makes you more angry. Just they, the shots they take, the it, the inability to make jump shots is pretty simple. They just don't, hoard. yeah. They they're like dead last or second last in three point attempt rate and second or like fifth last in assist rate. Like it's like a mid range jump shooting no contest. No ball movement. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's painful to watch. Uh, all right, Kai. Last one before we hit best bets from Goaty Pines, Arizona at Stanford. A typically high Arizona line here, or maybe is this this? I think Arizona's hosting. Um, I might have the wrong location there. Stanford is at Arizona, 18 and a half. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a T- big spread. Typically high uh, line there. What do you think on this one? <laughs> it's a lot of points. I'd probably lean towards Stanford. Arizona's got the conference wrapped up. I love Arizona, but 18 and a half is, is quite a bit to lay. Okay, I did miss a couple and people reminded me, so I appreciate it. Uh, Matt, the Paris, your beach boys, do they get a big win tonight? They're in that, that big West race with Fullerton. Yeah, um, it does feel a little bit high, I'll be honest. I think UC Davis defends at a very high level, and I feel like that's a dog I wanted back in a good spot. Um, but you're right, Beach is motivated, and they're also healthier too. They've been playing a little bit banged up, still getting racking up wins. I got a couple of key, key guys back last game. Now's probably not the time to fade them. So another boring fence riding stay away from Matthew. Uh, Kai in the Sun Belt, Jimmy the bartender, making sure we hit Georgia Southern, taking on Coastal Carolina. Mm-hmm. I would take here. Well, I'm going to say mine. So do I. Wow, we all do. Great. I don't have a, a, lot, a lot of love for this matchup for Georgia Southern. Them against a bunch of changing zones spooks yeah. me a little bit. I thought it was too high. I, I lean toward Georgia Southern, but Matt, they suck. You got to remember that. They, they're not very good. They suck? I might they say suck. they suck. I don't nah, think they suck. I, I looked back. They're not, they, they kind of suck. They kind of suck. Yeah, they do they suck. suck? Okay, I'm turning a blind eye to Kai and Jim's logic there. I am on yeah. Georgia Southern. It's one of my favorite bets today. I think the line is too high. Very simple handicap for me. All right. Okay. I believe that's everything. Apologies to the chat if I missed one, but hey, we're, we're trying. Uh, hey, good, good, good like count so far. Scott H says we are at 69. That's a bingo. Ooh, yeah, uh, you can stop. Yeah, no more likes. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's go to best bets. Matthias, let the people know where you're at tonight. I'm getting wavy. I know there's been injury news for Pepperdine and San Diego, but we have some good inside scoop, some sources that have confirmed who's in and who's out. 
Um, I believe some folks who bet on San Diego probably have that information as well. Opened at four. Now it's up to six. I'm on the waves at plus six. Uh, they're getting Jane Sedek back in a limited capacity today. Jan Zedek. Jan Zedek. Jane. Sorry, not Jane. Yikes. I'm, who's the other guy that's back for Pepperdine today, too? I'm blanking yeah, on names. Jade Smith. Jade Smith. Jan Zedek. Jade Matt, Smith. Jan Matt, Zedek. Matt just blew uh, Jan Zedek. I don't think he's going to get Keo Ricci, Akabundu, Ehiogu. Yeah, so, sorry, sorry, Ross. You're going to have to wait like a week. <laughs> I need to recollect my brain cells for that one. Um, it's just too high. Hey, by the way, Pepperdine's been awesome in the conference tournament against the spread of the last X number of seasons <sighs> under Romar. They just... It's not like a, it's just a team that underachieves. And then I think they have talent when they're excited and they're motivated, they can play pretty well. So, hey, they covered uh, against yeah. Gonzaga. So, yeah. they did, Kai. Oh, whoo. How about that? I, baby? I, I have numbers a little high. I don't think you can cite historical stats for Rome. This is Rome, unprecedented Romar team. They're okay. so young. They're, yeah, they have Colby Ross and Edwards in the past. Yeah, but I like your side. I lean your side. I also, Matthew. oh, I have a second best bet. I almost forgot about it. I oh, just okay. wasn't super excited to share it because it's not a very good team. But in the spirit of taking bad dogs in conference tournaments, I will keep that train rolling with Tiny Rock, as we call them. I listened to the entire 20 minute Darrell Walker uh, radio show, oozing with optimism. Mr. McKeon about this, uh, this squad heading into the conference tournament says this is a categorically more together group than last season. Marriage is back and healthy. God, had a the six days off prepared. Tweets are so Just, great. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have a guy so, that ruined our team different. this year. It's, yeah, um, and South Alabama's like beat to crap with injuries too. So it's yeah. not a favorite that's going to, I think, have the juice to run away with it. Kind of like the fate of Oakland with IUPUI. Um, so that's my parallel there. Little Rock and Pepperdine. Go dogs. Here's, here's, here's the one thing I'll say for Little Rock is there's the the like Alshon Evans has. A- like a lawsuit against him or something for, for his treatment of him. So maybe it wasn't all Noel. Maybe Walker has some issues mm-hmm. managing a locker room. That's mm-hmm. the one thing I will it's, say. I want to make sure possible. we both sides of the argument. That's fair. Uh, I think that spreads way too high, Matt, as well. So go go too. you. Go Little Rock. With Marich back, they're a completely different team. Jim, your best bet? Best bets, yes. I had Navy and American under 121 and a half earlier. I'm also riding with Detroit plus three and a half. This is against some chat mobbers that are on Northern Kentucky. Uh, Matt, you mentioned road teams, not great in this event. You know what? Screw it. I'm ignoring it. I'm going with the Titans. Antoine Davis, best player on the floor. The team shoots a ton of threes and they make a ton of threes. I think that's great against the Northern Kentucky zone. They beat them fairly comfortably twice this season. I think they get a third win over the Norse. So Detroit plus three and a half. Last one, North Texas, UTSA under 123, slow game. UTSA plays a lot slower offensively than you think based on their tempo and North Texas will turn it into a grind. So those are my three today, Kai, all three best bets. Man, Jim, you're doing great work over there. Uh, My best bet guys is Indiana state plus one against Illinois state. They have not looked very good this season, Matt, they've been disappointing, but in a tournament setting, this offense can be very good. They have a lot of talented guards. I love that in a tourney setting. I don't think Illinois state is as good as it's been playing recently. These teams split the regular season. Illinois state just beat them by like 20 at Illinois state on a neutral floor. I think it's different. I think Indiana state has value here at plus one, basically saying who wins. And I think that's the Sycamores tonight. Plus one, Indiana state. Go six. six. Come on. Six. Go this, six. This needs Go to six. be the reset button for them. I saw Tyree keys like already going to transfer. I, I wonder if there are locker room issues, but this, this is their time postseason. Come on. Uh, that does it for our show. Hey, a uh, little news here. Next week, guys, our daily show, Monday through Friday, will be coming to you earlier to account for the earlier tip times in conference tournaments. So 
10 a.m. Central next week. But tomorrow, we're off. No show tomorrow, guys. We're back on Saturday at 10.15 a.m. Central. Can't wait to see you all then. Good luck with your bets today and tonight.